It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side. Good afternoon, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the Fan Sided Network and FinFanatic.com. The Dolphins play the Titans this Sunday, noon central, one Eastern at Nissan Stadium in a very big game for both teams. We're joined here by Michael Rossi, and you can find him um, on his podcast, Titans Rossi. That's R-O-S-S-I. And his Twitter handle, which is Titans Rossi as well. Michael, thank you for joining us here today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Excited about the show and the game. Absolutely. Uh, And so big game for both teams. If the Dolphins win their last two, they are in the playoffs. They they do the impossible. They win nine in a row to uh, to win or to get back to the playoffs. And this this has to obviously they need both games for the Titans. They can sew up the division if they either win this game or the Colts lose this weekend. So a lot at stake for both teams. Uh, But I think the question, uh, Rossi, on everybody's mind is, how's Ryan Tannehill doing? (laughs) And and I wore this shirt appropriate for the show. And and like I said, I live in South Florida, so I I have a lot of Dolphins. A lot of my friends are Dolphins fans down here. Um, I hear about Tannehill all the time, you know, and stuff like that. Um, he's, you know, he hasn't done well this season. And on the flip side, he hasn't, you know, had any, hardly any weapons out there, um, especially since Henry's gone down. Um, you know, luckily they've got A.J. Brown back. Julio's not done much of anything. At the same time, he hasn't really been throwing the ball to Julio, which is strange because Julio's been open. Um, I've seen film breakdowns of it where Julio's been wide open for whatever reason. Tannehill just doesn't throw him to football now. So, yeah, I mean, Tannehill is is Tannehill. He's kind of, to me, I, to me, he's kind of, playing like he was in Miami, but a little bit worse at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, going back to what you said there, I mean, in 2019 and in 2020, the Titans averaged over 28 points per game with Tannehill, a quarterback, and with Derrick Henry in the backfield. This year, they average over 28 points again per game with Derrick Henry in the backfield. Since Derrick Henry has left the lineup, they're averaging about 18 and a half points. So Derrick Henry has made that 10-point difference in their offense since then. I'm sure there are other factors involved. But, um, you know, also A.J. Brown comes back last week, and he missed a month and gets 16 targets and comes away with 11 catches for 140-plus yards. So is there kind of that feeling with Julio and A.J. back and Travis – or, excuse me, Derrick Henry coming back here either next week or probably the week after – is there that feeling that the Titans offense is, is starting to spring back a little bit? I think so. I mean, AJ is a huge, that's, that's a massive deal um, having him back. And he's kind of had a rough year up until, I mean, you, you look at the stats and you're like, oh, 700 and something yards. Like he's, you know, even with the time he's missed, but he's, he's dropped a lot of balls. This game is kind of like a, I feel like it was kind of a confidence game for him. Like, 
like, oh, I still got this. Oh, I can still um, really hurt defenses. Um, so, yes, I, I think it is. Um, but I think all Titans fans know that for us to be able to do anything in the playoffs, it's going to – Henry is going to have to be back. Like, yes, maybe we could pull off one game. If we get there, we can maybe pull off one game. Um, but – we all kind of know that, you know, it relies on Henry. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I saw – I think it was just a couple of weeks ago, Derrick Henry, even though he played in eight games this year and then got hurt, I think he was still top five in rushing up until yeah. either last week or the week before with, with 937 yards in those eight games. So, yeah, that is certainly tough to replace. And I know that – You've got a couple of guys in there. It seems like it's it's kind of the same situation in the Titans' backfield as it is the Dolphins' backfield, where it's just the hot hand with Derrick Henry out. You know, it looks like Deontay Foreman, Dontrell Hilliard, Jeremy McNichols. Yeah. Depends on on who, who the player is that that week. Uh, do you have a good feeling about kind of what running back the Dolphins should see the most of here on Sunday? Um, I mean, it's been Foreman. Uh, primarily they like to use Hillard in kind of like a um, draw situations and um, you know passing plays and stuff like that they but they seem to be using Foreman primarily now yeah it's a he's a big boy I mean uh, 6'2 230 pounds it was former third round pick of the Texans uh went to university of Texas and yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be kind of that, that platoon. And I, I, I expected Foreman to start the game as well. Um, it, along the offensive line, uh, it looks like the Titans are going to have Taylor Lewan back for this game. And he missed the last game rookie. I believe Dylan Radins took his spot last week in the lineup. What is, what do you, what was the impact of that last week against the 49ers and what do you what do you expect to see on the offensive line this week? Um, it was it was kind of crazy because we all thought, um, oh God, you know, Nick Bosa is going to come through and just destroy us. Because um, not only did we have uh, uh, Raiden's out, but we had our um, our guard out too, um, our left guard, so like our whole left side. But Raiden's after like the first half, the second half, Raiden's did really good. I saw a film breakdown of Raiden's and he did surprisingly well. It's kind of shocking, really. Um, Luan's been decent since, um, you know, he's gotten healthy. So I, I do have confidence that, you know, Luan will, will play well. Yeah. On the uh, defensive side of the ball, here um really the the star really the two stars this year at least uh, from what i've seen have been uh, you know jeffrey simmons the interior defensive lineman who the dolphins took christian wilkins over back in 2019 and harold landry as well at outside linebacker 12 and a half sacks this year mm-hmm. is former draft pick out of boston college what do you see as kind of the strengths and the weaknesses of your of your front seven there Um, we've had, you know, we've had a lot of linebacker injuries, um, but I do. Yeah. I mean, Harold Landry Simmons, really the whole defensive line has been really good. Um, Dupree is, is on the, the sickness list. 
Um, and we have a lot of players on, on the, the COVID list right now, which is a shame. I mean, now that they've changed the rules and they could come back within five days and blah, blah, blah. So there might be some players that do come back. Um, but Jeffrey Simmons has been a beast. It's, it's a shame he didn't make the Pro Bowl. A lot of people are really ticked about that in Nashville. Um, I'd say, yeah, Simmons, Landry, um, Dupree, and uh, there's another guy, Tier Tart, that's been – he's been back the last couple of weeks. Really, man, I mean, honestly, the defense has been playing really well, you know, um, as far as the front seven. David Long's coming back, which he was our best linebacker. And um, Zach Cunningham's playing well, too. Yeah, that was a, a kind of a gift there for the the Titans in the middle middle of the season. The Texans unexpectedly cut Zach Cunningham. Well, maybe not unexpectedly. He wasn't playing much yeah. for them. But I saw last week that when I looked at the snap count on PFF there, it, Cunningham played 40-something snaps and Jayon Brown – more of a you know more of a coverage linebacker. My understanding is played only seventeen snaps. Do do you expect to see Cunningham out there just as much in the in a game like this? I do, especially with two a quarterback. Like um, I would you know David Long is not um he he hasn't been officially cleared to play yet, but I would imagine them using Cunningham and Long to try and stop Tua because um especially his running ability because. Um, they're both, I mean, Cunningham's just a really solid tackler and he swarms to the ball and so does long. So, um, I would hope they would start both of them. Um, Rashawn Evans has been playing better and Jam Brown's kind of taken a step back recently. I don't, I don't know why, um, but he has. Hey, Dolphins fans. The Players Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. Hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. This show will share the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus in their lives. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. Some of the guests this season include Kevin Love, Paul Bissonette, and Kurt Warner. We encourage all of you to go out, go to the Players' Tribune, and check out the podcast, Blindsided. Yeah, and... That linebacker unit there, I mean, went at full health. Uh, Landry at outside linebacker. Bud Drew Pree's had two sacks over the last two weeks. Uh, Rashawn Evans, uh, David Long, Jayon Brown. So a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of depth there. And uh, speaking of Bud Dupree, and you mentioned players on the COVID list. As of right now, the time we're recording the show here Thursday afternoon, current Titans on the COVID list are Danico Autry, Jayon Brown, Guard Nate Davis, outside linebacker Bud Dupree, cornerback Caleb Farley, but I think he's on IR. Uh, wide receiver Julio Jones, offensive tackle Kendall Lamb, cornerback Buster Screen, cornerback Nick Westbrook, Akini, Ahini. Uh, I just he was he was he was just Nick Westbrook last year, and then he hyphenated his name, so that's not my fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a- any feeling there about who may be available? I I, I wouldn't expect you to, but. Uh, Anything you can throw out there? No. Um, and what I've heard, and this was also, I think Ian Rappaport came out with it too, but um, I, Julio Jones and, and Nick Westbrook, I always just, we call them NWI. So Julio Jones and NWI is supposed to be back. Um, 
but I don't know. I, I haven't really heard anything about the other players. I haven't really been on Twitter much either today and seen any updates, but, but I would, I would expect them both to be back, but yeah, it, it sucks, man. This whole, this whole thing sucks with COVID and, and, I just hope it doesn't like ruin the playoffs for any team. Like I hope that most teams are back at full strength and and we can have like a good fair playoff, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you firsthand, I don't care if this is unpopular, the Saints Dolphins game should have been moved from Monday to Tuesday at least. Yeah, for sure, man. Or it's I mean, 21 players out, come on. I mean, yeah. So the Dolphins got a break there. I'm not saying the Dolphins wouldn't have beat the Saints anyway, but I mean, when you have 21 players out, that's, you know, kind of a different animal there. But it's still nice to have seven wins in a row, and we're going for eight here this week. So defensive back now. Um, I, you know, Caleb Farley has been, hasn't, their first round pick hasn't played here this year, uh, very, at least very much, uh, and is on injured reserve and the COVID list there. So, it, at cornerback, it, it looks like it'll be um, a Jackrabbit Jenkins as well as Buster Screen and Christian Fulton. Uh, that, those are the guys that have been getting the most snaps. The big question is, which one of those guys do you see lining up in the slot against Jalen Waddell? Man, that's a scary proposition. Um, so I would, you know... I, I would say, I mean, they're they've been using Fulton in the slot a little bit here and there. Um, you know, Buster Screen's been playing mainly on the outside, um, but with Jackrabbit being back, they might put him in the slot. I mean, we really haven't had like a true slot corner other than Elijah Molden, and he he hasn't. I don't know if he was on COVID last week or not. He might be on the list now. But actually, he's been starting mainly in the slot. Um, they've been using him on a lot of like blitz packages and stuff like that. I can see them putting screen or or Molden on him, but man, I mean Molden's. I mean Waddle's a rookie too, right? But you know Waddle's an extreme talent. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't know if I would compare his abilities to Molden. And Molden is not fast. I mean, yes, he's quick. He's feisty. He can get to the ball. But I don't think he's somebody you want covering Waddle um, the whole game. Right. And I was thinking the same thing. I, I liked Elijah Molden a lot coming out of Washington. He made a ton of plays there. He had cornerback safety versatility. He was more of – I always viewed him as more of a kind of a Tyron Matthew type of player coming out of Washington, yeah. you know, where he's not – you know, he's he's a 4-7 guy, but his he makes up for it with instincts and versatility as opposed to – being able to line up in the slot and, and, you know, play a wide receiver that's running a four, three. Um, yeah. I, I think it'd be smartest to put either Jenkins or Fulton in there. And I did see Fulton a bit in the slot last week too. Um, the safety position is going to be another big matchup because you've got presumably Mike Gesicki going up against one of your safeties. I would imagine that would be Kevin Byard, the, uh, the pro bowler there. Uh, they've also got Amani hooker back there starting at safety. Uh, you know, I remember the first two games of the year that the Titans got just just got absolutely diced up by the Cardinals and by the Seahawks. But since then, just kind of like with their run defense, it seems like they've played really well at defensive back. Yeah, they have. They've 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 played really well against tight ends too. I know 
Um, I, I saw, I have a, a friend of mine who has a YouTube, but he's Titans YouTuber, but he breaks down a lot of plays. He's, he's really good at it and whole games and stuff. But um, there's a guy, we got Dane Crookshank that's, um, you know, they've been putting him on, on a lot of packages and he's basically shut down like a lot of tight ends. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's what they would do with Gusecki. Um, I like Gusecki. Um, I, he's somebody I've kind of followed. Um, he was, I, I had him on my fantasy team last year. This year he hasn't produced as much as last year. I don't, I don't think, but he's still a good player, you know? And, um, I think, you know, I don't think hookers okay in coverage. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something we, we definitely got to watch out for is Gusecki. You know, Gasicki, uh, stat wise has not played up to, um, to the level that he was playing at at the beginning of the year. They've used him a little bit differently. They've used him a little bit more out in the flat as opposed to on so many vertical routes. We'll see if that, that stays up in this game here. So yeah, over the last, if you haven't been fantasy football over the last five or six weeks, you've probably been a little bit disappointed, but you know, the, the, the dolphins have been throwing the ball a little bit less and taking a few, a lot fewer risks um, as far in, in the passing game, very simply because they've been leading in a lot of these games. So they haven't had to do it as much. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. That'll be an interesting matchup if Gasicki goes up against pro bowler, Kevin Byard there. So Rossi, what is your prediction for this game? Cause it's a big game for both teams, obviously second to last week of the year. If the Titans win, they're in the playoffs. They might be in the playoffs, even if they don't win. Uh, in route of the of the Colts losing on Sunday, so a little more at stake for the Dolphins, but still a big game for the Titans. How do you see this one turning out with the Titans as a three and a half point favorite? Um, first of all, I don't ever like being a favorite as a Titans fan <laughs> because one thing we typically are never favorites. Um, but I think it's going to be a I, th- I think it's going to be a dog type of game, you know, just um, I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think, you know, both defenses are playing well. I mean, you look at, you know, for, for Miami, Xavier Howard, I mean, he's, he's been playing great. And who's the other guy at cornerback? Um, yeah. By- Byron Jones. And and that'll yeah. be an interesting matchup with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones uh, lining up at cornerback. Yeah. Going up against uh, uh AJ Brown and Julio Jones uh, and Nick Westbrook also in the slot against presumably Nick Needham. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be the interesting one. Cause if they can lock down those receivers and put some pressure on Tannehill, they, they could, this could be a long day for Tannehill with how the Dolphins defense has been playing, but the same can be said for, for the Titan side of the ball. They're playing really well on yeah. defense. I mean, it, it, I looked at, Crunch some numbers over the last six weeks. Uh, the Titans are allowing 2.6 yards a carry to opposing running backs on the ground. And, at, you know, in pass defense, they're, they're doing really well, too. I mean, they haven't had great competition the last three weeks that they face. But and again, the Dolphins haven't either. So, yeah, I mean, I could see this being, like you said, a dogfight here. Yeah, I definitely think so. And what's crazy is I noticed this stat the other day that, I mean, the Dolphins are freaking first in the league in sacks, which is like, you know, and it's not like they have just, they have a couple guys who, 
they're not they don't even have a guy in double digits it's like a team effort you know i know the the aug guy and jalen phillips and is is jalen phillips is he uh he's not a rookie is he oh yeah he's a rookie with first round pick okay Okay, eight and a half sacks so yeah he had eight and a half sacks agba had nine um Brandon Jones, their strong safety has five. Jerome Baker, four and a half. So, okay. Yeah. The Dolphins went from in the first eight games having only 12 sacks. So, not a lot to now they have 45 sacks and are leading the league. And Ryan Tannehill has been sacked exactly 45 times this year. So, terrible. (laughs) That that sticks out. That sticks out as something that, you know, the Titans certainly have to correct. But if they do, and Tannehill gets more time than usual. That that I think the momentum certainly swings in the Titans' favor here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I haven't really thought about a score prediction. I'm gonna say it being at at, at home in Nashville, and I kind of wish it was here because I live 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from the stadium. But um, I am glad that it's at home. I'm gonna say, I th- I think it's gonna be a dog fight, man. I, I'm gonna say like. 20 to 17, um, the Titans, and it's going to come down to, to the very end. That's exactly what I have too, except I've got the dolphins coming away with it. Yeah. I, I mean, I could very easily, I could very easily switch it the other way before we do our preview show on Sunday. I mean, it's, it's or on Saturday, I should say. Yeah, man. I, well, I, I, I wish you the, well, no, no, excuse me. I'm not going to wish you the best of luck. That's something that people say because I, <laughs> I don't want the Titans to have any luck, but I hope you yeah. enjoy the, I hope you enjoy the game on Sunday. Yeah, man. You too. And I, like I said, I really appreciate you having me on and, uh, yeah, do this again. Maybe we could, uh, you know, you could get together on my show after the game. We'll, we'll talk about it or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look at something here. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're joined by Michael Rossi here from Titans Rossi Podcast. Be sure to follow him on Twitter as well. I'm Brian Cat NFL. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. You can join us on the Fin side on Twitter, Facebook, all of our social media outlets, as well as the finfanatic.com website and the fan sided network. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fin side. <laughs>